It's Tuesday, August 8, 2023, and this is Uranium Spotlight, your weekly podcast dedicated to delivering the latest news and events shaping the uranium fuel market and its critical role in the global energy landscape. Brought to you by PurePoint Uranium Group, trading on the TSX Venture and the OTCQB. PurePoint actively operates a portfolio of advanced uranium projects in the world's richest uranium district and has established partnerships with some of the largest uranium suppliers worldwide. While our passion for this subject is undeniable, it's essential to clarify that the information presented here is not investment advice. Instead, our goal is to offer an unbiased and comprehensive review of recent events that could impact uranium prices. And now your host, Chris Frostad. This is Uranium Spotlight, and our top story today is the ongoing revival of nuclear power from around the world as countries look to moderate their effects on the climate and promote energy security. We'll cover stories from the Czech Republic, China, India, and South Korea. We'll also see where two major uranium producers think the market is heading. Then we'll wrap up with some discussion on what's going on with the equities. But first, a note on the price of uranium. The spot price of uranium rose to $56.75 per pound U308, marking a 50 cent increase from the previous week, with notable upward shifts in prices observed for deliveries within three months from specific market participants. Activity in the spot market last week initially showed limited movement, with some demand emerging primarily for medium-term deliveries. Offers for the longer delivery period saw slight increases throughout the week, though demand for immediate delivery remained subdued. Towards the end of the week, slight price adjustments were made to attract the limited buying interest, resulting in a higher price deal for delivery in October. The nuclear industry is experiencing a widespread expansion as countries around the world recognize the benefits of nuclear power in meeting their energy demands, reducing greenhouse gas emissions, and ensuring energy security. Last week, several countries announced significant steps to bolster their nuclear capabilities, including Chechia, China, India, and South Korea. Chechia has embraced a nuclear revival with ambitious plans to expand its nuclear power program. Utility company CEZ is at the forefront of this effort, launching tenders to construct new reactors and generators at the Temelin Nuclear Power Station and the Duchovny Nuclear Power Plant. The country aims to add two generators to the Temelin station by 2030, representing an investment of around $160 million. Additionally, a one-unit expansion at the Duchovny plant is in the bidding process, expected to conclude by September. These projects are part of Chechia's strategy to reduce its reliance on fossil fuels and increase electricity supply while also distancing itself from Russia after its invasion of Ukraine. The country currently receives approximately 36% of its electricity from the Temelin and Duchovny reactors. Chechia, with six nuclear reactors generating about one-third of its electricity, is strongly committed to the future of nuclear energy, as reaffirmed by its 2015 energy policy, which calls for a substantial increase in nuclear capacity by 2040. China, as one of the world's largest energy consumers, is actively expanding its nuclear power generation capability. Last week, the Chinese State Council approved expansions at three nuclear power plants, which will add six new nuclear power generation units in different provinces. Although the expected generation capacity has not been disclosed, the total investment for these projects is estimated at nearly $17 billion. As part of its effort to enhance energy security and support renewable energy development, China aims to increase its total nuclear capacity from the current 56 gigawatts to 70 gigawatts by 2025. 
Nuclear power offers a more consistent and reliable power supply compared to weather-dependent renewables like wind or solar, making it a critical element of China's energy strategy. China, with 55 operational nuclear power plants, is committed to addressing air pollution caused by coal-fired plants. It aims to have a closed nuclear fuel cycle and is actively expanding its nuclear supply chain with a policy to go global by exporting nuclear technology and heavy components. India is also making strides in expanding its nuclear power industry to achieve its clean energy goals. The country is considering allowing more involvement from private firms and is reviewing its atomic energy law to facilitate this. India aims to develop small modular reactors as a means to decarbonize industries and reduce its heavy dependence on coal for electricity generation, which currently accounts for 70% of its electricity. With a commitment to having 50% of its power generation capacity sourced from clean energy by the end of the decade and achieving net zero emissions by 2070, India sees nuclear power as a vital component of its energy future. The company aims to triple its atomic energy capacity by 2031, primarily through the establishment of large-sized plants. Additionally, South Korea, a prominent nuclear energy country, is actively involved in the global nuclear market. With 25 reactors generating about one-third of its electricity, South Korea exports its nuclear technology widely. Despite a previous policy to phase out nuclear energy over several decades, its current administration has reversed this decision and set a target for nuclear power to provide a minimum of 30% of electricity by 2030. South Korea's government will require commercial attaches to attend workshops to enhance their understanding of nuclear energy and global trade conditions. This move aims to strengthen exports of the country's nuclear reactors and related products. The attaches will be dispatched to various countries, including the U.S., Egypt, and the Netherlands, to promote Korea's goal of exporting 10 nuclear reactors by 2030 and generating $3.9 billion in exports of related equipment and services by 2027. As these countries and others expand their nuclear power programs, they recognize the significant role nuclear energy plays in achieving energy security, reducing carbon emissions, and fostering a sustainable future. By leveraging nuclear technology and expertise, these nations are collectively paving the way for a cleaner and more resilient global energy landscape. Uranium producers Cameco and Kazataprom have revised their sales and revenue forecasts for 2023, reflecting improvements in the uranium market. Kazataprom increased its sales guidance by about 13% to nearly 18,000 metric tons of uranium. This increase is attributed to higher delivery quantities requested by customers within existing contracts, new long-term contracts scheduled for 2023, and Yellowcake PLC's uranium purchase option execution. Cameco also published its second quarter results last week, slightly raising its consolidated revenue outlook for 2023 to between $1.8 and $1.9 billion U.S., the company's president and CEO, Tim Gitzel, attributed the improved outlook to the rising momentum in the nuclear energy industry and increased supply risks due to geopolitical developments. Cameco expects higher average realized prices under its current portfolio and increased uranium deliveries to boost revenue in 2023. Both companies are optimistic about the uranium market's overall improvement, with government policies and corporate decisions supporting nuclear power as a clean, secure, and cost-effective energy source. Uranium prices are rising, and long-term contracting volumes for 2023 are expected to exceed those of the last decade, indicating the start of a new long-term contracting cycle. 
Cameco has, however, faced shipment delays for its share of 2023 production from the Inkai joint venture due to transportation risks in the region caused by geopolitical situations. The company is working with its partner, Kazataprom, to receive its share of production via alternative shipping routes to mitigate further delays. Despite challenges, both companies are confident in the positive market trends, and Cameco has various strategies in place, such as inventory, long-term purchase agreements, and loan arrangements to manage potential delays effectively. Uranium Energy Corp. has successfully completed the first phase of its resource expansion drilling initiative at its two in-situ recovery projects in Wyoming. The drilling campaign revealed promising mineralized trends within these projects, creating opportunities for resource enhancement within existing permit boundaries. Amir Adnani, President and CEO, emphasized the positive outcomes of this production restart effort. A total of 51 holes were drilled in and near the projects, increasing drill density and identifying the oxidation reduction front for future resource delineation. Encouraging grade thickness intercepts were found, with the best hole displaying a 7.7 grade thickness. Over 50% of new holes drilled along the Irigawe trend are categorized as ore holes. The next phase of drilling will target lateral resources within the current Christensen permit boundary. And that wraps up your Uranium Spotlight coverage for this week. For more news and events from the world of uranium, please tune in next week to Uranium Spotlight. You've been listening to Uranium Spotlight, your weekly podcast dedicated to delivering the latest news and events shaping the uranium fuel market and its critical role in the global energy landscape. Brought to you by PurePoint Uranium Group, advancing its position as the premier uranium explorer in the world's richest uranium district. Join us again next week for Uranium Spotlight.